What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up guys, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're covering some more r slash relationships. <laughs> if you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it always really does help out our channel. And just a huge thank you for being here, for taking the time out of your day to get involved with the channel, Twitter, Discord, everywhere really. It's insane level support, and I love you for it. And with that being said, let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Samurai5764. My 32 male best friend, 34 male, helped a woman, 24 female, cheat on the father of her child, one female. (laughs) Wow, that was a, a mouthful to get out. Pretty much the title. My best friend of the last decade helped a girl cheat on the father of her one year old daughter. And I'm having difficulty reconciling the person I knew with the person he's being. For the last decade, I thought we're on the same page morally ethically etc and he knows how much i hate cheating and associated actions my own family was torn apart by cheating when my parents divorced and yet here we are he helped this girl cheat and is refusing to take any responsibility for his actions makes excuses at every turn best part is he rents a room from me in my condo while i don't want to be a complete asshole and kick him out i don't necessarily want to be around him anymore Honestly, I have to have a buzz from alcohol before I can even tolerate his presence. I know it's probably overkill, but that's how much I hate cheating and how much I can't stand the people that participate in cheating. I don't know if the friendship is able to be salvaged and I don't know if I want to salvage anything. And there is an update to this post as well and also an edit on the end of this post which cross-references the update. So bear with me here. Edit. Wow. Okay, so my update post blew up and the comments ended up here. I tried to keep things somewhat vague as I don't know if my former roommate or the girl used Reddit, but eh, screw it. To answer some of your questions, yes, he pursued this girl while she was still in the relationship. Yes, I was involved because he brought the situation into my home before she split from the child's father. This was after I made it clear that my home was not to be used for their affair. And lastly, this guy and I were basically brothers. We'd been friends for the last 10 years and roommates for the last five. We were pretty entwined in each other's lives and the whole situation sucked by the end. And we're gonna go straight to the comments with this one to see what they're saying here, then head over to the update. With PM me DNA says, cut him off. This is the type of person that has no problem hitting on married people and sees cheating as okay. He's going to be hitting on your girlfriend slash wife. Also, those knowingly helped in cheating need to face social consequences. Wasn't me 37 says, if you are married or in any kind of relationship, you should drop him like a hot shit. <laughs> and Katzoperf says, you seem so far removed from the actual situation that shouldn't be as much of your problem as you're making it. That being said, it's the people you choose to be around and your home. As long as you're legally in the right, move on. Maybe you can rekindle your friendship when your values align more. And as said, there was the update, so we're going to head to the update with this one saying, So, I know not many people read the original post, but I figured I'd give an update anyway. After trying to talk to my friend through October and the beginning of November, I finally threw in the towel when he started being a dick on the first anniversary of my father's death. I kicked him out of my place and have zero contact since. 
while it hurt to cut off a friendship that had lasted as long as ours did, ultimately I think it's for the best. It's been 26 days since my last drink and I'm feeling more confident every day. I've discovered other friends that have been quietly supporting me and realized that they were better friends than my now former roommates. And I'm glad in the end that they said they did stop drinking rather than relying on drink to help get him through this, what was going on in his life at that time because that's never a healthy thing to do, right? And I always find these stories amazing, you know, when the updates do come out and you separate from that person, be it whatever relationship, how clear your things become for you, you know, rather than having to deal with all this shit now, your life is free and you can just move past it. I find that sort of stuff amazing. I knew someone when in one of my very first jobs and he was he was quite a lot older than me. I say, about, I say quite a lot. He's eight years older than me at the time. And it was one of my first jobs. I was very naive at the, at the beginning. And we used to talk and we used to get along quite well. And as I got to know him, I used to see him more and more of this kind of shady behavior, like what he was like around women and stuff like that. And he was like overly flirty. And although they, when he was talking to them, they did seem very receptive to it. I'm not sure what they thought in the background. Maybe they did enjoy it. I don't, I don't know. But he was very, very flirty about it. And he would always offer to go out of his way to do stuff for them. So like if they had an issue at home, if they was, say, moving a chair from their house to another place, he would almost automatically jump on that. Oh, I'll help you at the weekend. I can, I can get a van and then I can help you out. And it wouldn't matter if they was already in a relationship. He would still get in on that and try and be a part of it, you know. And one day we was just talking about like our past relationships and things like that. And I was talking about my very, very first girlfriend. And I mentioned her name and stuff. And next thing I know, he's got her added on Facebook. And over a couple of weeks, next thing he's going on a date with her. It was some creepy shit, man. I tell you, it was really, really weird. And I wouldn't trust the guy as far as I could throw him. So <laughs> there is that. But anyway, I'm talking too much again. Let's go on to the next story. And our next story comes from a name I can't pronounce. My dad, 74, trashed my apartment. I want to kick him out, but my wife says she thinks it's not the right thing to do. Recently, my wife and I went on vacation for two weeks. We're lucky that in our country, COVID has been kept at bay, so traveling within the country is pretty easy. My dad lives in our apartment. He doesn't pay rent. While we were away, he continued living there. Upon our return, the place had been pretty much trashed. There were fast food wrappers all over the floor, in the living room and bedrooms. Dirty shirts, several of them mine, being washed in the kitchen sink. Toilets in the bathroom clogged up, one of the windows left open during a rainstorm letting rainwater in. Open condiment jars and cold cuts left out, moldy food on the stove, a dozen half-finished coffees everywhere, laundry just thrown on the floor in the living room. Appliances that were working perfectly fine before we left broken. He's actually in pretty good shape mentally, but he's always just been a slob. This isn't the first time he's abused our space. He refused to live by my rules, even though the house is in my name. A while back, he allowed his friends to use our home as a meeting place, when one of them started trying to recruit people for an MLM. Oh my word. I said that the party was over and that I wanted everyone off my property. I called the cops and unfortunately, in the heat of the moment, I lost my temper in front of them by saying that if the cops didn't remove them from my property, I would do so with force. My dad then got upset with me because I had disrespected his friends and made him look bad. I talked to my wife about it and while she acknowledges that my dad is a slob and a hoarder, she doesn't want to kick him out because he gave us money towards the home for our wedding. She said that if something happened to him, it would weigh on her conscience if she sided with me in asking him to leave. Now this is where my knowledge of Horda SOS from Channel 4 comes into play. 
I, I've seen quite a few of these and they usually, most of the time, and I mean no disrespect by this, involved older generations, you know, as you get to 70s plus, that signs start to come in, potentially dementia, and I've seen it at least three or four times on Hoarder SOS. <laughs> and all the signs are here in this story. You say he's a slob, although it's messy. I don't think some of this is slob behavior, like leaving the window open and stuff like that. Is that truly slob behavior? You know, leaving toilets blocked up and bathrooms, the bathroom blocked up. It sounds more mentally. It sounds like there's something there that needs to be checked out rather than just calling him a slob and that's the way he is. It sounds like there's something more there and it would definitely be advisable to get it checked out before just going down this route of kicking him out because if he does have dementia, then you know, this is a whole different ball game, right? But Honeypelt says, people who have dementia often seem at first like they're disrespectful and careless, and their loved ones become very angry with them. This can be more difficult to see if your relationship has always been fraught. I respect not wanting him in your space, it's entirely expected, but I would try to handle it compassionately and get him checked out. A lot of what you're describing really sounds like it could be a sign of cognitive decline, and if you figure that out later on, you may regret treating him harshly for behaviors that were actually a sign of underlying illness. And Kinda Short 72 says, how sure are you that he's okay cognitively OP? Sounds like he needs to be evaluated for dementia. And GD says, how did he manage to break multiple appliances over two weeks? That's not normal slob behavior. I really question your opinion that he's in good shape mentally if he does things like trying to wash shirts in the sink, but giving up halfway through. And the world is not quiet, says, and quote, there were fast food wrappers all over the floor in the living room and bedrooms, dirty shirts, several of them being washed in the kitchen sink, toilets in the bathroom clogged up. One of the windows was left open during a rainstorm, letting rainwater in, open condiment jars and cold cuts left out, moldy food on the stove, a dozen half-finished coffees everywhere, laundry just thrown on the floor in the living room, appliances that were working perfectly fine before were left broken. And then says, there's a really good chance this could be some form of dementia. My 80-something granddad was doing stuff like this before he was diagnosed. He needs assessing and he's probably going to need to move to some sort of assisted living facility. If he was just a slob, why was he trying to clean shirts in a sink? Now, what do you guys think of this story? Do you think, you know, this could be some sign of dementia? Have you seen it before? What signs did you see? Let me know in the comments below. And our next story comes from a throwaway account. My husband's 28 male car got destroyed and now he's taking his frustrations out on me, 24 female. We've been dating for four years, married for 11 months. Basically, a truck driver hit my husband's car and entirely destroyed it. It was a hit and run, so no one knows who the driver of the truck was, which is ironic because almost all of our neighbors saw it happening, but nobody bothered to write down the license plate number. The accident happened at around 7am. Our whole neighborhood started talking about it and three hours later, one of them finally decided to let us know what happened. Needless to say, it was a shitty way to start the day. My husband loves his cars, especially this one. We're currently trying to figure things out with our insurance, but it's not looking good. My husband is super frustrated and angry, understandably so. Unfortunately, he's taken all of his frustration and anger out on me. He's yelling at me non-stop and forcefully pushes me out the way when I'm standing in his way. I tried to comfort him gently and touch his arm, but he slapped my hand away. I've never seen him like that and honestly, it's scaring me. I'm one of those people that immediately get emotional when someone raises their voice at them. Is there anything that I can do? How can I calm him down? Now me personally, and this might be a hot take and I might get shot down for it for being like too sensitive, but 
I see abuse as abuse, you know. <laughs> he pushed you out of the way and slapped your hand away. He touched you in a way that was aggressive and totally unneeded, right? And I'm saying this from my point of view. If someone done that to me, if someone pushed me in a relationship or someone slapped my hand away, I would personally be asking serious questions about that relationship. Obviously, this is a one-time instance where something he really loves has been destroyed. But what happens further down the road when life doesn't go his way again? What does he do next? I don't know. I might be, as I said, I might be overreacting on that one, but, but that's just the way I see it and the way that I would act personally. You touch me in an aggressive way, I'm gone. Simple as. But Ellie says, leave and let him work out of this tantrum on his own. Come back only when he agrees to treat you with respect. He hit you, he pushed you. That is physical abuse. It is not okay. You do not have to stay and be his emotional punch bag until he feels like stopping. In a few days when he has calmed down, tell him in no uncertain terms that you will tolerate that kind of treatment. And if it happens again, even once, you're gone. Personally, I wouldn't agree to return until he agrees to go to therapy. And Diamond TTB says and quotes, he's yelling at me nonstop and forcefully pushes me out of the way when I'm standing in his way. I tried to comfort him and gently touch his arm, but he slapped my hand away. And then says, it's time to pack a bag and go and visit someone for a bit. If he is angry, you are not his emotional or physical punching bag. That is not normal and you should not have to deal, endure or cope with it. It's a car. It can be replaced. He's placing the value of his car over you. That is not okay. Big red flag. And always task says, my husband is a man who loves his cars. They are his hobby, his passion, and his first love. And I'm telling you right now, if he pushed me after one of them got wrecked, he would be wrecked. This is not okay. Being upset, irritated more than usual. Morning, sure. Taking it out on you, pushing you, no. He needs counseling. He isn't able to deal with health with big emotion. What if something more serious or upsetting comes up? And it will. That's life. He needs to learn how to handle disappointment and anger without using you as a punching bag. And Bickett says, you are less than one year into this marriage and he is already being abusive when life doesn't go his way. There are a thousand other things that can go wrong in a marriage. Is this an indicator of how you will handle them? The hard thing to realize is that you do nothing. It won't get better. You will end up remembering this is the first time he was abusive. You really can't sweep this under the rug. All the red flags are flying. Find someplace safe to stay and don't go back until he apologizes. And not an, I'm sorry, but apology. He doesn't get to blame the situation or all you for his behavior. You obviously know this isn't okay because you're here posting. You are right. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. While you're taking a break, read upon the early warning signs of abuse and do some serious thinking about whether there are things that you have missed or excused. Take your time and don't go back until you feel safe. Now, I turn this one to you guys. What would you do in this situation? How would you feel? Do you think, you know, it was just a minor thing being pushed and hand slapped away? Or do you think it is a lot more serious and those red flags may be flying? Let me know what you think in the comments below. Now, this next story is from Abkara. It's not a massively dramatic story or anything like that, but I think it does ask a really interesting question. So, how do I, 20 female, help my dad, 51 male, be more comfortable with exploring gender presentation? Hi everyone, this might not be as interesting or saucy as some of the other posts here, but I'd love some advice. Also, I'm on mobile, so sorry for formatting and stuff. For years, my dad has been quite interested in traditionally female fashion. For instance, he loves colorful stone jewelry and has even pointed out dresses that he wishes he could wear. I don't think he's a trans woman or gay or anything and would never want to make assumptions about him. 
All I know is that he likes these things. He will send me ads for beautiful colorful jewelry, sad that he has no one to buy it for. In many other ways, he's a typical man's man. He works in a male-dominated field. He likes grilling, hunting, fishing, camping, etc. He grew up mainly raised by his sister and mother with a very emotionally distant brother and father. Then he married my mother and lived with her and I, his son, my half-brother, lives with his mother. He has just always been surrounded by mostly women. Is there anything I can do to help him be more comfortable with just buying pretty things for himself if he likes them or should I just keep my nose out of his business? Maybe it's a generational difference, but the men my age in the progressive area we live in tend to wear whatever they want. For the record, we live very close and often refer to each other as our best friend. So far, my only idea is to buy one of the jewelry items he likes and making it into a keychain so he can see if he likes having it on his person and doesn't have to necessarily wear it like jewelry. And whilst I know absolutely nothing about this stuff and I have no advice, I just want to say what an amazing daughter this sounds like to be supporting their father who is interested in these kind of things and you're just supporting him and trying to help him the best way you can. Absolutely amazing stuff. And that's the kind of positivity that we need. I love it. And I don't want to wear the stone jewelry, but I find it fascinating as well. I do like looking at stone jewelry. Some of it is absolutely beautiful stuff. And I was watching like a Facebook video, God, yeah, I occasionally go on Facebook, not very often. And I, I saw a video where there was like a, like a blacksmith video where they was making a ring out of like, I think it was a, a quarter or a penny or something like that. And they was making a ring out of it and they put a stone in it at the end. I think it was like an opal or something. And then I sat there, oh, maybe I could get into that. <laughs> and I was like, Mark, you haven't got enough time as it is for Christ's sake. Sort yourself out. But I also find these stories like really sad that and I know it's just the way of the world and it shouldn't be and all this kind of thing. But that he just can't be himself, that he can't express himself the way he wants if he wants to buy this jewellery, you know, that he wants to wear it. Why not? Why not? Because other people will judge him, of course, and people and then he'll feel shit for doing so. And I know it shouldn't be that way, but it's the way of the world and it's absolutely horrible. And I feel so sorry for this guy that he just can't be himself. And I hope one day, you know, that he does get the confidence to just think, fuck it, I'm going to wear these rings if I want to. I want to wear this big colourful stone jewellry. Why the hell not? Because I want to do me. And I hope he does get that confidence. But I'm not, I'm not going to judge him either way on that because it is incredibly, incredibly hard, especially if you are in like these male-dominated industries as well. But Sexual Cannibalism says, I love the ideas already, but just wanted to add in these just in case you haven't reached this point yet. Next time he says something like he wishes he had something to buy a dress for, try super casually asking, well, why not yourself? Even if he laughs it off as a joke, he probably will. It helps a bridge that weird gap. It sounds like he's open with you what he likes, but not quite enough to take the plunge. And like all of us, he's probably gauging the reaction of someone he trusts after mentioning something he feels vulnerable about. Little affirmations that ain't a big deal might help him feel less anxious to try it out if that's what he's wanting. Glad he has someone like you who cares so much. And too true on that one again. Let's not forget that. And Small Floral Prince says, I love your keychain idea. In a similar vein, you could make a brooch or a larger piece into one of those rear mirror danglers. And a plasticine smile says, so a few ideas, grain of salt them as you wish. One, exposing to men who wear dresses. Eddie Izzard is a great place to start. His comedy is funny as fuck. Show him a few specials, then get him Eddie's autobiography. Audiobook if you can, it's fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> Eddie really opens up about how he's the straight dude that likes skirts and makeup, though some of the language he uses is what you might consider antiquated. 
I'm not sure if I've got that right. Example, transvestite. It really may open his eyes. Two, next Halloween you get him to dress up as a female character that wears a dress. I know it sounds like a dumb idea, but I've read so many stories from folks who dressed as the opposite gender and realize how right it feels. Maybe you can do some daughter-son couple and then you could be the son, if hanging out with her dad on Halloween isn't a terrible idea. Get mum on it too, even if you don't tell her why. I'm thinking Adam's family, dad was Matisha, mum was Gomez, and you as Pugsley. Three kilts, buy the man a kilt. It's gender appropriate, so possibly a good gateway. You're awesome for thinking about this and trying to bring in more joy. And Wombatina says, if your dad is handy, there are a bunch of jewelry making kits out there. Obviously don't get something made for kids. There seem to be a lot more advanced type stuff out there, as well as a wide arrangement of somewhat specialized tools. And Igor says, is he on Instagram? He may find some inspiration from some of the more dandyish men's fashion accounts. I follow quite a lot of men on there. Most of them are pretty gendered towards trad male clothing, and he may find there's a greater variety of men's clothing out there than he thought. Maybe people like Angelo Gallimani or the like. I'm sure there's lots of accounts with a more non-gendered approach also. Now, that was a bit of a different story from what we usually cover, but I do like something to, you know, a bit more uplifting where someone's doing something good. I always find it nice to end on a story like that once in a while, right? We don't get it very often, so it's always very, very nice. But what would your suggestions be to help this guy out? A 51 male in a male-dominated industry and all this sort of stuff, and he wants to express, you know, his like for female fashion. How could he go about that? What do you think? Let us know in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy this episode of r slash relationships. I really enjoyed it, and I'm having a fantastic time reading with you guys just recently. As I always say, the level of support you guys supply is amazing. We are nearly halfway through the month, and by the end of this month, I should be going part-time at YouTube. So it's very, very scary times at the moment. So having you guys behind me, leading the way with me is absolutely amazing. Thank you so, so much for doing you. I've nearly caught up with all my work, so I'm hoping to get, you know, the community Reddit back on track again. I'm going to bring up a new one so we can get our stories sorted out and stuff because I want to have new flares and things like that because, you know, we cover different stories from what we used to anyway. And I want to get your posts on the channel as well as fan art. So that's going to be coming out soon as well. We've got loads of it on Discord, which you guys have been supplying. And I want to get some of that showcased on this channel too. For all the hard work you're doing, that's the least I can do because it's absolutely amazing. It keeps me going, seeing what you guys do. Incredible stuff. And then I'm working on the sticker store as well. I know a lot of you still want that going ahead, but because the UK's in lockdown at the minute, it's put a bit of a hold on things for the postage. Everything's just gone ground to a halt at the minute. Our postal places just cannot cope. So it will be coming, but I'm just taking a bit more time getting it set up while I can, just while this postal system's down. So I'm going to be working on that in the background and it will be released soon. And just a huge thank you for taking the time out of your day to be here. Incredible. Thank you so, so much. And if you do have any suggestions for the channel, always put them in the comments below. I'm open to changing things for you. I do it for you guys well, and for me too, of course, but I do it for you guys as well. I, I think of this place as a community-based YouTube channel and I love you guys being involved with it. So please feel free to get involved and I will see you in the next one. Much love, guys.